And welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars, where we give you an insider's look on what's going on in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And this week, it is Scorpio season. Scorpio season is here. In this episode, we're going to give you all of the details, tell you everything you need to know about Scorpio season so you know exactly what you're getting into up front. I would seriously consider getting out a pen and paper. Scorpio season is honestly probably one of the most intense seasons of the year. There's a lot of key moments that happen that you literally will not want to miss out on. So it's very important that you listen to this whole episode to get all of the details in advance because this is not a season you want to be out of the loop for. And speaking of, in case you missed it, Venus also entered Scorpio and Saturn retrograde ended. We talked about both of those things last week. So definitely go check out those episodes before you listen to this one, just because Saturn is a key player in Scorpio season and you're going to want that information in advance before diving into this whole Scorpio season. And just to give you a heads up, next week we will be discussing Mars retrograde. If you've been listening for a while, then you know that we have already talked about this a little bit and we will give you a brief overview in today's episode, but next week we will give all the details. So you're definitely going to want to pay attention and tune in because that will have all the information you need to know. And I believe Mars retrograde happens until January of next year. Yeah, so... Just to let you all know, this week, the sun enters Scorpio. There's a solar eclipse in Scorpio, Jupiter retrograde, Mercury enters Scorpio. We'll explain all of these in depth now since they're happening now in this episode. But some of the other things like Mars retrograde, the lunar eclipse in Taurus, Venus and Mercury in Sagittarius happen later in Scorpio season. They'll be discussed in this episode now so you know what's happening, but they will later on throughout Scorpio season have their own episodes dedicated to them. So after a short ad break, let's discuss everything you need to know about Scorpio season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's begin. Scorpio season begins when the sun enters Scorpio on October 23rd at 6.36 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Per usual, the date and time are from the website astroseek.com. How this affects you. For the next month, you'll be valuing privacy, paying more attention to the details, diving deep below the surface to understand why things are the way that they are. Other things that you will be caring more about include having more close connections, 
really understanding people and being empathetic, learning people's secrets, etc. Yeah, so Scorpio season, as Jade said, is going to be very intense. Scorpio is a water sign, so we're going to be feeling very in touch with our emotions and our intuition. And just because of the intensity and some of the aspects that we're experiencing, I can say that things might feel like a lot. With that being said, because Scorpio energy is so empathetic and understanding, it can be a good time to lean on others for support and to lean into that closeness and the desire to be around others during this time yeah Scorpio season will be very challenging like full honest open disclaimer this is a challenging season where a lot of things are changing and Scorpio season as a whole just based off of some of the key dates that we're about to tell you about it's all about challenging your comfortability with the unknown are you able to let go of control and let things change and unfold in a way that is unpredictable are you seeking to control the unknown what's going on here just know that things are being pushed a little bit and there's a lot of growth and change and things might not be the same after Scorpio season let's just get into some of the key dates for when the sun is in Scorpio. November 8th. This is when the sun is conjunct Mercury. This is a great time for communication, saying what's on your mind, speaking from an authentic place of who you are. It's one of the lighter days (laughs) compared to some of the other ones. November 9th, the sun will be opposite Uranus. Now, this opposition is going to be intense because Uranus is all about the unexpected and things will happen quickly whenever Uranus is involved. And because we're in Scorpio season, the sun is in Scorpio, while all of these things are changing and happening that are outside of our control, the natural reaction is to want to control things or figure out what you can do to stop things from changing essentially. And of course, this will affect everyone differently based on your chart. If you have fixed placements like Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, or Aquarius, then you're really going to be feeling all of these aspects. But regardless, everyone's life is different. Do what you need to do to take care of yourself and to protect your own boundaries and energy during this time. You might not feel good about this. Because on November 11th, the sun is square Saturn, which can make it really difficult to want to express yourself. It's pretty challenging. If the sun is our identity and Saturn is all about restrictions and blockages and squares create tension, when you put things together, it can be difficult to want to express yyourself for who you are. You might feel like you can't express yourself. Or you might even feel just really guilty about certain things. The thing with this is though, like the sun square Saturn, it's passing. It won't be here very long. So just try your best to do whatever makes you feel good that day. If you need a little self-esteem boost, just proceed with caution and take good care of yourself on November 11th. On the bright side, Everything that we just talked about happens like back to back. So 
it's a lot and we've been saying that it's a lot but after this the aspects do get a little bit more positive so on november 14th the sun will be trying neptune this is going to bring us that boost of optimism let's keep going let's keep dreaming when we're discussing the aspects to uranus and saturn it's a lot of things changing and things being torn down so that they can be rebuilt so i can say that the trying to neptune is going to bring us more of that like optimistic energy and because Neptune does deal with dreams it's a really good time to almost envision a new more positive future or situation again it's very specific to what's going on in your personal life but just know that after those rough transits happen you might feel like things get a little bit lighter on November 18th the sun is sextile Pluto This is kind of like adding an extra boost to your empathy, your intuition, and your ability to really sympathize with people and relate to them. So if you're looking for a little added empathy boost, that's going to be November 18th. The last aspect for the sun in Scorpio happens on November 20th. The sun will be trying Jupiter. This is bringing more optimistic and positive energy. You might be feeling very social, wanting to go out and do things. The next thing that happens during Scorpio season, the solar eclipse in Scorpio. This happens on October 25th at 6.48 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. This happens at 2 degrees Scorpio. Yes, eclipse season is here. It's here. That's why Scorpio season is so intense this year. What you need to know, eclipses are malefic in nature. This is about changing things. This is more than just setting intentions. This is a very intense new moon, basically. You'll be focusing on the themes of control in your life, the themes of power in your life. Are you someone who needs to have control of everything? What is your relationship with power? Are you the person who's in power? Why are you seeking power? Do you let others have power over you or other things have power over you? You're assessing that, taking note of it so you can make the changes necessary at a later time when you feel a little bit better. That's what's being highlighted during this solar eclipse in Scorpio. Similarly, themes of healing are also being brought up during this time. Yeah, so in terms of how this manifests in your life, I feel like there's two different categories. There's either going to be a lot of stuff happening that's by surprise, out of your control, that you have to deal with and cope with and manage. And then the other way that this happens is that there's other things going on around you. You could be having very like deep thoughts and thinking about change or healing and just being very reflective about seeing what happens in your life and reacting based on that but again you don't need to set specific intentions or go out of your way to start something or do anything of that nature it's more about just seeing what happens and kind of going with the flow as best as you can Now, your emotions might be really high during this time because the sun and moon are conjunct Mercury, which is about how we think. And if it's about our emotions, the moon, Mercury thinking, all of that is making for a recipe for this being a very emotionally intense day. However, 
some good news is Venus is also brought into the mix here with the sun and moon also conjunct Venus. So while we're talking about themes of control and power in our lives, we're going to look at this on a more interpersonal level and how that relates to us versus other people. Just because Venus is about relationships, it's also about money. If you're thinking about relationship with money during this time, pay attention to this during this time. It'll depend on your chart, but wanted to bring that up if that resonates for anyone. Yeah, I can say that the Venetian energy here does soften what's going on a little bit. Because there's a lot of Mars stuff going on. Like Scorpios ruled by Mars in traditional astrology. We have aspects to Mars and Pluto that we will discuss in just a second. So there's a lot of very direct releasing right now urgent energy happening. And I think that the conjunction to Venus will kind of help soften a lot of that like abrasive energy. Yeah, with the trine to Mars, this eclipse being trine Mars... You might want to be taking action on the things we were talking about, which we just advised against. So if you're having realizations and like really are motivated to do something about it, I still would just suggest letting this settle for a little bit before you take action. But if you feel that that motivation is there, it's calling you to just understand that that's Mars But another thing also with this eclipse is it's square Pluto, which could make this very uncomfortable. There's a lot of recognizing that things need to change in your life. There's more healing that needs to be done. There's more inner work that needs to be done. Maybe you're not ready for it or you don't want to be participating in it at this moment. Things just might feel very uncomfortable with Pluto square, the eclipse. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's a tough Scorpio season. A lot of change and things just being different or new, like just is uncomfortable. And that's just something to keep in mind as all of this is going on. And it might be important to validate however you're feeling and then also to think about the things that you can control you want to draw the diagram with the circles and put everything that you can control inside the circle and everything that you can't outside the circle if you're a visual person finding ways to direct your energy in a way that feels fulfilling to you is going to be important the next thing that happens during scorpio season is that jupiter will retrograde into pisces jupiter was in pisces at the beginning of this year it went into aries retrograded in aries and now it's retrograde back into pisces this happens on october 28th at 1 10 a.m eastern standard time how this will affect you is you can be that spiritual, more creative person again. If you felt that during the time that Jupiter was in Aries, you were more prioritizing taking action on things. Your energy was directed to more physical activities. Jupiter retrograding into Pisces has you shifting back into that more spiritual and creative mindset that you were once in in the beginning of the year. An important thing to know about Jupiter retrograding back into Pisces is that Jupiter won't be back in Pisces for another approximately 12 years. So just something to note that in terms of your own chart and the Jupiter and Pisces cycle that again, we're 
experiencing some ending, some things just being resolved and just enjoying the final moments of our creative and spiritual selves before Jupiter goes back into Aries and we have a different energy. The next thing that happens during Scorpio season is Mercury entering Scorpio. This happens on October 29th at 3.22 p.m. Eastern. What you can expect if Mercury is the planet of communication and it's entering Scorpio, you can expect your communication to shift to one that's more guided by your emotions. Since Scorpio is a water sign, you can expect to be feeling stronger emotions, having stronger opinions. Scorpio is fixed energy, so you might find that your mindset gets a little bit more stuck on a certain thing for better or for worse. You might find that you're also keeping to yourself a little bit more. Scorpio is a very private sign. It likes to keep certain things a secret. (laughs) So if you find that you're less likely to want to share certain things during this time, that is to be expected with Mercury and Scorpio. Other things to know is your intuition and empathy might get a little bit stronger as well, and you might be a little bit more observant. When we say dive deep, Mercury and Scorpio is just like a great example because you're being very observant. You're watching. You're interpreting. You're looking for meaning. You're not just glazing over the things that are happening or the things that you're reading or the music that you're listening to. Like it has your full focus. So if you need to do any type of research, if you are in school, if you just like to discover things, expect that to be a focus while Mercury is in Scorpio because we have the watery vulnerable side of Scorpio as well if you do feel like you need to start setting boundaries this could be a theme that comes up for you you also might feel like you need to be a little bit more guarded or like you need to be careful about the things that you are saying and again that's related to boundaries I think everyone gets to decide for themselves what they feel like they want to share what they want to keep to themselves who they want to share certain things with so that could be another thing that you're reflecting on while Mercury's in Scorpio there's some key dates that happen during Mercury and Scorpio that you'll want to pay attention to the first one is on November 8th this is when Mercury is opposite Uranus you might find that your ideas are much more different than usual you're thinking more creatively thinking outside the box but also if you feel like your thoughts are a little too original or that other people aren't understanding you just know that this is a brief aspect and it will pass on november 10th mercury will be square saturn this might make communication and just your mental space feel a little bit more restricted you might have trouble expressing yourself or have trouble thinking about things that are practical or long-term because Saturn's involved. Again, it is a short aspect, but just know that if you feel like you're experiencing challenges with communication specifically on this day, it's because Mercury squares Saturn. On November 12th, Mercury will be trying Neptune. This is a great day for creative thinking. You might also find that you're more in touch with your spiritual side. So if you're looking for some days to do any type of meditation or any type of spiritual stuff, that's what you're into. November 12th might be your day. If not, definitely take advantage of the creative energy. And then on November 14th, Mercury will be sextile Pluto. This is, again, a good day to dive deep. There's also a lot of healing vibes and energy that can come. A lot of empathetic 
energy as well. So if you are in the mood to talk to others or to listen to music or just spend time journaling, things like that, that would be the day to do it. And on November 16th, Mercury will be trying Jupiter. This is a great day for learning new things, exploring new topics, expanding your mind. So if you were looking to read a book or just get a new perspective, it's going to be November 16th. That's a lot, right? We just went through so many things and you're probably thinking, all right, wow, Jade was right. I needed to get a pen and paper out because there was so much that happened. Well, guess what? There's more. (laughs) You thought we were done? We're not. Some of the other things that we're about to talk about include Mars retrograde, a lunar eclipse in Taurus, and Venus and Mars in Sagittarius. So if you want to know about these things, we're going to explain them to you now in just a brief overview. But all of these transits, as we said earlier, will have their own episode, but you definitely want to pay attention to these in advance. So If you haven't done so already, go get out your pen and paper because after a short ad break, we will be explaining. If you're someone like me who can sit and listen to podcasts for hours on end but struggle to keep your focus when actually reading written text, then I have a solution for you. It's a disability-friendly app called Speechify, and it's the only thing getting me, someone with ADHD, through grad school. Speechify is the best text-to-speech app that there is. You can upload any written document, whether it be a news article, long text from your friends, or my arch nemesis, Harvard Business Review case studies and turn the text into an audio file that you can listen to right from your phone or your computer at your leisure. There's tons of natural human sounding voices to choose from. You can choose what speed you'd like to listen, choose to skip over citations, etc. Giving your text that audiobook like feel. If you're interested in signing up, then I have a discount code for you. Use the code STARS, S-T-A-R-S, for 15% off your order. Link is in the description. Welcome back. Do you have out your pen and paper? Because let's discuss. The day before Halloween, October 30th at 9.26 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Mars retrogrades in Gemini. What you need to know, Mars is the planet of our motivation, our drive, and also our anger. When it's retrograde, which if you listen to the retrograde planets episode, you might know what to expect, but I digress. Motivation might not be as strong as it was moving forward. If you find that your motivation is not consistent, if it's fluctuating a bit, that's to be expected. It might fluctuate with your interest since Gemini is a curious energy. Mars and Gemini likes to learn new things and has a lot of interest and gets bored easily. So when you put it retrograde, you might find that your motivation is really just coming and going with your interests, but it might not be that strong. Your energy might feel very scattered. It might feel a little all over the place. And just be mindful of getting into any arguments during Mars retrograde because our anger, we might not be expressing it in the best way possible. So while Mars is retrograde, just like any other retrograde, that makes it a good time to reflect. When it comes to like Mars energy, sometimes can get misdirected or internalized around this time. So it's really important to make sure that you have a healthy outlet for the things that you are feeling and for your energy in general, whether that's going for a walk or following a YouTube video workout or walking your dog. Again, this is going to happen all the way until... January of next year so 
we will be talking about it more in depth next week but this is something that's going to be affecting us for a long time so it's definitely something to pay attention to on november 8th at 601 a.m eastern standard time we have the lunar eclipse in taurus this happens at 16 degrees taurus a change is happening, right? This eclipse has aspects to Uranus, and we'll talk about this eclipse, like we said, in greater detail later. But in the short term, lunar eclipses are full moons. This is times of letting go normally during a normal full moon. So if things feel energetically very strong, it's basically a very intense full moon with aspects to Uranus, which is the planet of the unexpected. Just expect the unexpected, like we always say with Uranus, and just try your best to embrace change as it comes. You can also lean into the patient side of the Taurus energy just because there's so much change in general. It's important just to be patient with yourself and to be compassionate with yourself as all of these things are going on. And another thing that you might not know is that this lunar eclipse is happening at 16 degrees Taurus. So if you're wondering how this affects you on a personal level, in addition to booking a reading, you can look at where 16 degrees Taurus falls in your chart. What's next? <laughs> on November 16th at 1.09 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Venus enters Sagittarius. This is a time when your relationships shift from being the Venus in Scorpio, super close energy to taking on a more independent and free-spirited vibe. If you find that you need a little bit of space away from the people you normally hang out with, that's to be expected. You might want to go enjoy exploring maybe your town or other cities, other states, other countries if you want to travel. That is very on brand for Venus and Sagittarius. And there are some small challenges to Venus and Sagittarius that you know, will happen. But for the most part, it's very much free spirit energy. Something to know, Venus in Sagittarius and then Mercury in Sagittarius, which we will talk about in also just a second, both of those will have interesting aspects going on to both Jupiter and Neptune. When planets enter Sagittarius, they will be making challenging but different aspects to Jupiter and Neptune so just something to keep in mind if you're someone who likes to think a little bit more big picture again very on brand for Sagittarius energy in general that there's going to be a lot of outer planet stuff going on in general the last thing that happens during Scorpio season is Mercury entering Sagittarius this happens on November 17th at 3 42 a.m eastern standard time yes we mentioned earlier that Mercury will be in Scorpio it does shift into Sagittarius near the end how this affects you is that your mindset will shift to being more sarcastic a little bit more optimistic and you might find that after November 17th, you're a little bit more interested in learning and expanding your mind and taking on new mindsets. If you're interested in philosophy or someone who likes to learn about personal development or if you're really interested in like TED Talks or just taking on new beliefs and new mindsets, you'll really benefit from Mercury and Sagittarius. 
something to know about Mercury being in Sagittarius, and this is true most of the time when Mercury's in a fire sign in general, people can be very direct and excitable and loud and passionate in the way that they speak. It's just something to keep in mind as you're having conversations. If you do feel like people are being very quick with their responses or speaking loudly or interrupting, things like that can kind of happen. But overall, it's a very good time to learn and socialize. There's going to be a lot of stuff going on in your mind and good vibes. Wow. What a season. What a time. Don't worry. We got you. If you're like, there's so many things going on and I need to know how this affects me on a personal level. We offer readings. (laughs) Readings are hosted on an app called Intro, which allows for FaceTime style calls. You can select who you want the reading with, whether it be me, Jade, or Kara. We offer time slots for as short as 15 minutes to as long as an hour. You decide how long you want the reading to be and what you would like the reading to be about. There's a section for you to write down whatever questions you have, and we can address them on the call. And if you've never booked a reading with us before, then you can use the code STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S, for $20 off your first reading. And just a reminder, next week, happy Halloween. We'll be talking all about Mars retrograde. So make sure you're following us on social media as we continue to navigate your life through the stars and post some updates in the astrology. We're on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at BLME. The stars. We're also on YouTube, posting YouTube shorts as well as this podcast. If you want to subscribe to us on YouTube, it's Blame It on the Stars podcast. We would love it if you subscribed there as well. But anyways, that's all for now. And we'll see you all next Monday for our spooky Halloween Mars retrograde episode. Bye.